Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about Clostridium difficile. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash cdiff or in the infectious diseases section of the second edition of the Zero to Finals medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Clostridium difficile, often called C. diff, is a gram-positive, rod-shaped, anaerobic bacteria. Infection is associated with the repeated use of antibiotics, as well as proton pump inhibitors such as omeprazole and healthcare settings. C. difficile produces spores which are released in the feces and these spores can survive on contaminated surfaces and hands helping to spread the bacteria to others. It can colonise the intestines without causing any symptoms or any issues and then when antibiotics interrupt the normal intestinal microbiome C. difficile can proliferate and get out of control. It produces toxins, particularly toxin A, which is enterotoxin, and toxin B, which is cytotoxin, and these toxins cause symptoms and complications. Let's talk about the antibiotics associated with C. diff. The antibiotics most associated with C. difficile start with the letter C and they include clindamycin, ciprofloxacin and other fluoroquinolones, cephalosporins and carbapenems, such as meropenem. Next let's talk about the presentation. Colonisation, where the bacteria live harmlessly in the intestines, is usually asymptomatic. Infection presents with diarrhoea, nausea and abdominal pain. Severe infection with colitis can present with dehydration and systemic symptoms such as fever, tachycardia and hypotension. Next let's talk about the diagnosis. Diagnosis is based on stool samples. A stool sample can be tested for the C. difficile antigen, specifically glutamate dehydrogenase, and the A and B toxins by PCR or enzyme immunoassay. The antigen test shows whether C. difficile is present but not whether it's producing toxins. The antigen is the initial screening test and is followed up with tests for the toxins if C. difficile is identified. Next let's talk about management. Management involves supportive care and oral antibiotics. The options for oral antibiotics are oral vancomycin, which is first line, or oral fidaxomycin, which is second line. Patients need to be isolated until 48 hours after the last episode of diarrhea. It's worth mentioning there's a high recurrence rate, so after treatment, the infection can reoccur. Fecal microbiota transplantation, or fecal transplant, is an option for recurrent cases of C. diff. The stool microbiome, meaning the bacteria in the stool of a healthy donor, is transferred to the patient via capsules, colonoscopy or an enema. Finally, let's talk about complications. 
Pseudomembranous colitis is characterized by inflammation in the large intestine with yellow-white plaques that form pseudomembranes on the inner surface of the bowel wall. This is seen during a colonoscopy and confirmed with biopsies to examine the histology. Toxic megacolon is a complication of severe inflammation in the large intestine and involves dilation of the colon. Patients with toxic megacolon are very unwell and they have a high risk of bowel rupture. Treatment involves supportive care and surgical resection of the affected portion of the bowel. Additional complications of C. difficile include bowel perforation and sepsis. So thanks for listening to this episode on Clostridium difficile. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. And I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about meningitis.